is a lie that we have been told for many, many years now, over and over again, a lie that we've heard from our parents, a lie that we heard from our teachers, and a lie that we are passing on to our kids. And this lie is causing an immense amount of strain and dissatisfaction and just turmoil in particular with men nowadays. And that lie is that you can be whatever it is that you want to be, that you can have whatever it is that you want to have. That is a lie. It's an attempt to encourage people, in particular men, to pursue the things that they crave. But it is a lie. Not because you can't strive for things that you want. The lie falls in particular with saying that you can have anything and everything that you want. That's the lie. Because at the end of the day, we all have to make choices in our lives. And these choices are going to help us open certain doors and take us down certain paths. But when you walk through one door, you are closing another door behind you to move in that particular direction. We're going to take a quick break from this video and just ask for you to like and subscribe. It helps the channel out a ton. And if you happen to know a man in your life who is looking for some guidance or who might resonate with this particular video, share it with them. They will greatly appreciate it. I'll, I'll give you a practical example. When my now husband and I started dating, I was living in Massachusetts. He was living in New York. And we would, every weekend, go alternate who goes where. So one weekend I would drive down to New York. The next weekend he would drive up to Mass. And we did that for several months to see, to test the relationship and to see before making any bigger decision and to see if our relationship was the real thing or if it was just, you know, you know, fleeting interest or lust or something like that. And after a couple of months of going back and forth and putting in that effort of, you know, the driving the three plus hours each way for each each of us, we realized that, that, our, this, that our relationship was the real thing and that we wanted to, to continue it forward and to not be so distant from each other. And so we had to make the difficult decision of where do we live? Who moves where? Do I move back to New York where we're both from originally? Or does he move up to Massachusetts where he's, besides seeing me, he's never been before? And so going back to being able to have it all, this is a very binary choice. Well, I guess hypothetically, we could have picked option three, which is live somewhere else besides one of those two options, but that wasn't, didn't make sense. So that wasn't really an op a real option, but it really fell down to this notable decision of where are we going to live? You know, it meant uprooting one of us. It meant resetting whatever advancements in our careers that we had at the time. 
you know, I was in hospitality at that particular time. My husband was in IT back then. And, and so it, you know, it's a, it's a, a weighty choice to make. And we couldn't have both. We couldn't live in both worlds. It's not possible. And so we had to make the decision together of what made the most sense for all, for us as a couple going forward, both to be together, but then also for our individual lives. You know, we all, we, we each had our own goals, our own trajectories, our own career desires and all of that. At the end of the day, we chose Massachusetts over New York because we were able to confirm that there was employment for my husband up here. You know, he was working in New York City. There was tons of IT jobs available to him. Coming up here, there was less options, but they did exist. And um, the reason why we also decided not to go with New York and to go with Massachusetts was at that particular time, in regards to gay rights, there was more gay rights in Mass. This was before some of the more federal recognition of gay marriage and things like that long before that. And, um, and so, and also having both of us grown up, you know, around New York city, we were done with it. We didn't particularly enjoy that lifestyle. It was horrendously expensive back then, you know, over a decade ago, it's even more expensive today. And so we had to make that difficult choice for ourselves. And so we couldn't have it all. We couldn't live in both places and still be together. It, it would have put too much strain on the relationship to, cut, to, to, to stretch that out even further. And so when we hear from our parents or our teachers or society that we can have whatever it is that we want, that we can work towards whatever it is that we want. It's not fully true. It is a lie. It comes with a cost. It comes with a cost of you can only do so many things. It comes with a cost that you can only, you only have so much of yourself to invest in. And so there's a wonderful quote from a British writer, uh, Christopher Hitchens, and the, that summarizes this beautifully. You have to choose your future regrets. I'm going to say that again. You have to choose your future regrets. And so with my husband and I, choosing to live in Massachusetts over New York, meant that we would, for, we would, and still are, be much further away from where we grew up, which we didn't really care. We were willing to let that part go. But that we'd also be much further away from our family. And that seeing our families would be something that would become, instead of it being constant and whenever we wanted to do it at the drop of a hat, it would be something that would become harder to do, require more effort, and add a level of disconnect from our families in that way. And so once again, we had to choose our own regrets in that particular choice. So when my sister ended up having kids and I, me now being an uncle again, 
wanting to stay close with them. A lot more complicated being multiple hours away compared to me being down the street. And so I've had to live with that regret of not being more involved in their lives or my other nieces' lives too. And so that's a big part that is be, that we are being lied to about when it comes to the decisions in our lives, that there's always a cost. There's always, you're always going to have to close one door to walk through another. And you have to make those choices. And that could be in regards to, you know, where you're living. Like in my particular example, that could be in regards to career paths. You know, what kind of job that you're going to have, you know, what kind of work that you're going to do, you know, when it comes to how it fulfills you, when it comes to how it's, how it pays, when it comes to where the jobs are, that can also fall in regards to relationships. How close do you want to be to your family? You know, once you, you know, as an adult and creating your own family, you know, you know, what decisions are you going to make when it comes to folding your life with someone else? You know, when it comes to living with them, when it comes to marrying them, when it comes to having kids, if you choose to have those kids at all or to marry at all or to get into relationships at all, all of these decisions come with regret. When you commit yourself to one person, you close the door on all the others. When you choose not to commit to one person, you leave the doors open to others. But then that, that relationship that you're not committing to can only go so far. The, stick, it's, it, the, the relationship is different compared to committing further. Your judgment, which is better or worse, they each have their benefits and their downsides. All of these decisions can come with regret. And a lot of the clients that I work with as a coach are using me to help guide them through making these decisions of what do I do with my career? What do I do with my relationships, with my family, with my friends, with my romantic partners, with my kids? What do I do in this transition in my life? You know, transitioning into becoming an adult, transitioning into becoming a parent, transitioning into becoming a married couple, transitioning into, into retirement, and, and or transitioning from one career to another or one job to another. These decisions are heavy decisions to make. And a lot of people end up freezing up when it comes to making those decisions or end up being riddled with guilt or worry or concern or confusion as to what to do. And that is where working with a coach like myself is very beneficial because I don't make the decisions for my clients. That's not my role. That's not my role at all. All I do is I guide my clients through helping them pull apart the decisions that they need to make in their lives, the decisions that they that are facing them in the right now and that need to be dealt with, or decisions that they've ignored for a long time. And now they're needing to clean up the mess of, of all the stuff that's accumulated from it all the conversations they haven't had, 
all those kinds of things. And I walk my clients through that process of pulling those decisions apart, of taking it piece by piece and walking them through. This is what happens down this path. This is what happens if you go down that path. This is what happens if you go down this path, showing them potential futures and guiding them in that way. And then presenting to them, this is what's in front of you. Here are the paths that you can take. What, what feels right to you in this point in your life around this particular decision? What feels right for you? And when they make that choice, I continue to guide them through moving forward with what that choice means for them, whether that's how to have a certain, how to have conversations with their boss to ask for a promotion, whether that's how to have conversations with the person that they want to be more committed with and to bring the relationship closer, but that they haven't been able to do that successfully or around ending a relationship that they've stayed in way too long. It could also mean, it could also be working them through the process of letting go of some trauma or experience that they're holding onto that has been plaguing them and been weighing on them. And they're finally ready to let that weight go because it's, it's tethering them to their past and keeping them from moving forward and becoming the man they're supposed to be, you know, regrets of decisions that they've already made. That's where the power of working with a coach comes from and is so beneficial for my clients is that they don't have to make these decisions alone. They can lean on the guidance of another man in their life, someone that they trust, someone that they can confide in to flesh these things out, someone who is not directly involved in their life and has no personal stake in their choice. Obviously, I want what's best for my clients, but that's their choices and their choices have no impact on my life in, in that kind of way. And that detachment allows the guidance that I provide to, to stand on its own. A lot of times when men lean on their friends or their family for guidance, which is a great thing to do when you have those trusting relationships, they don't necessarily get objective guidance because those people in their life are going to be affected by those choices, either directly or indirectly compared to a coach where if the decision is to end a relationship or if the decision is to move to a new place in pursuit of a job or a career or a romantic relationship, et cetera, et cetera, you're not going to have that same concern if the guidance that you're getting from your family or your friends is going to be tainted by the fact that they may not want you to move away or they may not want you to pursue that relationship because of how it's going to impact them. Working with a coach, you have more of that objectivity of, I work for you. I'm looking out for what's best for you and just you, not for your parents not for your romantic partners or your spouse, not for your friends or your boss or your kids, but for you and helping you make those decisions as to what's best for you in your life and figuring it that figuring those things out and to work towards being the man that you are supposed to be 
because he's in there. He wants to come, come out and live within you and live through you. And that can at times in our lives require guidance. And that's what I offer. And so if you feel like you might be one of those men who is not sure if they're in need of guidance and is playing or, and this is resonating with you to a degree, I highly recommend checking out in the show notes, a, a life self-review that I put together. It's totally free. It's 12 really quick, multiple choice questions. It'll take you less than five minutes and it will very quickly touch on major parts of your life and just ask you simple questions of how you feel about how these parts of your life are doing. And the assessment will tell you if coaching might be beneficial to you or if coaching isn't what you need at this time. And if it is beneficial to you, then feel free to reach out for a free consultation where we can talk more in-depthly as to your needs. But that first step is just doing that self-review, taking that first, those first few minutes just to really sit with yourself and just say, how am I doing with my career? How am I doing in my romantic relationships? How am I doing with my physical health, et cetera, et cetera.